1: like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com.
0: No purchase necessary. BTW, avoid prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18.
1: Plus. The USFL is on a journey to catch as many players as they can can get we're introducing a new segment we're going a little bit off topic this week on the usfl podcast one two three Everybody to another edition of the USFL podcast. I'm the ref representing USFL Newsroom, the number one source in USFL news. And as always, I'm joined by my man Zach Kyleman. How you doing today, Holla. my
2: friend? <laughs> I'm doing just dandy. Um, it is another glorious day on this planet, and we get to do our 33rd episode today. So I am having a course, an exciting time. I get to have more time to spend this talking about the United States football league with you yourself,
1: man. It's going to be a fun show. Like I alluded to, we got a new segment. We're going a little bit off topic, but first we got to go over the usual social media. What are you doing? Are you not following us? You can get us at USFL podcast at Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, I'm telling you, I'll be honest. We're mostly on the Twitter, but hey, if it's not your bag, we're at the other places as well. Since we're on YouTube as well, look down. If that button is red, you gotta click it. Click the bell. It builds morale. And hey, you know what? Here's the real deal. If you do those things, you're also entered into all of our giveaways. Next one, 5K. We're given an official USFL jersey of your choice. Personalized possibly if they're still available. Oh, yes. But I mean, one thing to look forward to. But if you are, if you want a jersey and you want it now, and maybe you want a retro one, well, we got a deal for you. Royal retros. They are the name, the number one name in the game when it comes to the retros. I mean, we're talking USFL, XFL, World League of Football. They got all sorts of stuff over there. But here's the skinny. You can save 10% by using coupon code usfl podcast and i love a good deal and they got a good product and i know zach it's been a couple weeks since we recorded that jersey is still coming uh it'll be there i'm holding out we'll we'll get there and once i get it to zach we will review them on the show we'll take a look i mean they're sweet but i'll you know what zach if it makes you feel better i still have mine in the package with yours until I get it out, that is like I cannot enjoy it until you have it in hand. I
2: I feel really appreciated that you are withholding your joy <laughs> to see these brand new Royal Retros jerseys, so that I can also enjoy it at the same time. That that's pretty special. I I, I owe you th- owe you your thanks. And, je- and people, I just want to I just want to let let you all know this man's been working like <laughs> stupid hours lately. Um, there's reasons why this Jersey hasn't gotten here. Um, we have, we have regular lives outside the show. His is insane. Mine is less insane, but still, um, it is amazing. We're even (laughs) getting an episode in at this point right now. Well, after,
1: after that damn cartoon, you made me watch, which we're talking about later. uh, We had to get on here. We had to get on Mm. here. But before we get to the off segment, off season, off topic, new segment, Mm. (laughs) I mean, this week it's actually good. We recorded because it's like, well, the Maulers are one of them. It was yesterday or two days ago, and today or yesterday, depending on when yeah. we're recording it. They they had, they had new signings both days. All the teams kind of getting in on the mix, other than the Breakers. It looks like here, right? But we got a whole like a whole boatload, and some returning. Some guys returning back to the league, so it's nice to see that kind of
2: happening here as well. Exciting that was exciting to see that. And I mean, it's going to keep trickling down. Uh, you keep, keep hearing seeing folks on folks in the new, in the US of news cycle going, Hey, there are people talking to other people. It comes down to a lot of stuff on, you know, just the time of the year and trying to get everyone engaged in signing back or being needing to sign back. So, you know, it's all kind of a kind of all playing it out, Mm -hmm. but You know, this this stuff I imagine is going to start being more common, where you're seeing guys either officially or some in cases unofficially, depending on how you follow, that are going to be showing up saying, "All right, here I am. I've returned." Right. To my roster, I've returned to a different roster in some cases. Oh, sure, I know, and that's that. That's going to be
1: fun to watch, see here. And so, you know, the big the big one out of this group that I kind of alluded to earlier is the Breakers, right? We have Mm -hmm. all the teams other than the Breakers have a signing. The Maulers showed out. I mean, holy smokes. They, I mean, they really, they heard my words about the generals and said, no, 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 we're going to be the top dogs. Cause here's the thing, guys, we haven't, we didn't do the show last week, but we were actually on with our boys, the USFL network on the fan Mm -hmm. network over on the official USFL discord. And uh, yeah, they, they made it known the Maulers are catching up. And at this point it's crazy. But looking at uh, the show notes that we have here, this is a very astute point that you have here, Zach. It has to be because of the coaching situation in New Orleans. You would have to assume. That's why we have, we have to. no new signings here. And, I mean, if if I were a Breakers fan, I mean, shout out to Ducky and Lowe and, the I mean, all of them out there. Logan from right. our, the newsroom crew. <coughs> This has to be a little concerning. I mean, at first I was looking at it like, I don't know if they necessarily need to sign that coach right away. Maybe they could buy some time because, I mean, you still essentially possibly have some of that supporting staff. But now looking at this and I see, well, maybe there is a little bit more urgency that's needed in filling that role. Um, But I don't know. What are your thoughts on that?
2: Well, I I added this point because they've only had one signing this whole offseason. That was August 31st. They signed signed on uh, a safety uh, Slade. that is, they signed on for their roster. And, you know, since the announcement of Larry Fedora stepping down, which I assume talk, I'm going to take that assumption that talks of that were starting earlier in the process than when it was announced. And you have to think, if I'm a player and or a returning player for that fact uh and i have i have my head coach step down that's a bit of uncertainty because a you don't know you don't know if part of his regime is going to take over you don't know if the league's going to have to start from scratch depending on how the assistants are playing this out um there's a lot of unknown factors here for at least returning players and even for signing players you have to sit here and go okay well if we are going to be focusing on going to teams, I would probably want to be looking towards trying to get on a roster that already has something. I could start an off season program. I can start kind of taking in what my coaches want me to do. What is putting me in the best situation for when training camp comes, which again, we've heard 75 max people can be signed, meaning very competitive training camp is coming around the bend and supposedly, in early Mar- in at least early or late March, it's in March for sure. Mm-hmm. It's, that's what's being talked about. Um, one of the signings we'll talk about on here even mentions it in his own tweet, at least offhandedly mm-hmm. we'll talk about. But you have to have some sort of platform and at least foundation of what your team, your roster wants. That's what I think we're waiting on. Mm-hmm. The league's obviously searching for that coach. I think they also are doing it. Be- they're going to have to do it sooner rather than later because signings are coming up usfl draft or xfl drafts coming up as well mm-hmm. so you know
1: You're you pick want up to be able to let maybe yeah don't get signed right or whatever yeah and you
2: want you want to get more people you know it's not just about signing because getting more people in USL contracts it's also because hey we're the breakers we want to compete i mean players especially you know they still are going to get that massive 10k bonus next year sure. for the championship so you want to be able to get as much money as possible from win bonuses mm-hmm. from playing at your top level, um, and it feels good to win. You know, no one wants to be a Maulers, a Panthers, or a Gamblers. Really, I mean, Gamblers stands like week week eight and earlier. Yeah, just just clarifying, of course. <laughs> <laughs> you know, because I mean, it ended on a high note. For Panthers fans, kind of a high note. Maulers fans, you get the, you get the drill. But having a coach, having a crew together, that's really important mm-hmm. for this process. Oh, 100%. And, I mean, it's there in the numbers. I
1: mean, let's just run down the list. So, we, we mentioned the Maulers were up top. 17. 17 since the last time we recorded, which was, what, three mm-hmm. weeks ago. Generals yes. at 12. Gamblers 10, which nice. I'm glad to see that. Panthers coming in at 5. Bandits also coming in at 5. So, they're slowly yeah. starting to catch up. I know one of our friends online, Jake, was getting a little worried, a little antsy there. Uh, stars at three, the stallions feeling comfortable only bringing in two folks here, but again, they are the championship team. And I mean, it seems like they might retain a good amount. It it seems like Jamar Smith has alluded that he's coming back. I don't think we've seen an official announcement on it yet, but you know, that's got to make, uh, coach Holtz happy over there because at least we have the confirmation he's coming back.
2: Right. The championship teams are the ones that are making me kind of scratch my head. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, sure, If in theory, if you are going to have a lot of your guys returning and you're just kind of wait, doing kind of the waiting game on some things to fall in place, then yeah, OK, fine. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm, I I guess you can kind of bide your time because, sure, the, the teams that really are making moves, the for the most part, that need to make moves, three of the top four were the bottom feeders in the league last year. They needed to make moves. However, as we've talked, you know, beginning of the offseason and even now, Mike Riley. They just, he's just said, screw it. Like he, he, they, they took that ugly loss against the stars in the semifinals and basically he's looking like he is no matter what is hell bent to try and make it as a competitive and get the best out of what he picks up type of roster as possible Mm -hmm. along with whoever does eventually return, mind you credit. He did of course, lose the USFL MVP to the NFL. Right. Um, and we still have to wait and determine Darius Victor's status as well too. Mm -hmm. So keeping all that in mind for sure so do you want to run through some of these players uh you know what yeah um let's go a little bit here bit by bit on some guys that at least stuck out to me some that you guys if you're an alt if you're alt football fans you'll definitely know some of these names or you're gonna wince at one at least one or two i think um kicking things off here and these two quarterbacks kind of made some waves just because the Maulers have been picking up a ton of them. They already had a chase Forcade on their signings list, by the way Um, we of course have status statuses. We're trying to figure out with uh, you know, like Roland rivers and of course, of course uh, (laughs) and of course others as this like as well. Um, But they have signed James Morgan as well as Troy Williams, James Morgan. He played for bowling Green also played for FIU. Troy Williams, he was with Utah. So got a few guys, you know, different schools. A lot of hype around Morgan, though. He mm-hmm. was a fourth-round draft pick for the Jets in 2020, bounced around to a few rosters in 2021. Um, and now he has kind of ended up in the hands of the USFL. Here's the deal. The Maulers, they need any quarterback they can get. They actually hired some new personnel in, for the uh, at least the player personnel department for their side. Mm-hmm. It's kind of been just boosting things up with like throwing a bunch of guys saying, Hey, let's get some guys and Let's make this competitive in year two. Mm-hmm. Um, Morgan is, I think the one of the, one of not seems to be one of, if not the most hyped, most recent signing on this list. Right. Well, and this is what I was telling you, Zach, in the world of
1: spring football, anything goes, especially because we haven't seen a season two in quite a long while. The Maulers, I mean, especially with the amount of signings they're doing, if Kirby Wilson gets himself a nice supporting cast of coaches around him, Mm -hmm. they could be the turnaround team of the year. They could go, literally, they could go from worst to first. And I want everyone to remember that I said this for a long time, even before, like when it was very early in the season and we knew, that you know, after the pizza situation and things just, things just weren't working too hot up there. I said, I you know, as you know, for all Maulers fans out there, you know, next year, this year doesn't mean that next year is going to be a complete train wreck. We'll see. Now, I will say, I mean, if the Panthers can retain a good amount of their their players, that I mean, and 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 Jeff Fisher drafts wisely. Correct. They have a, I mean, they're in prime position to just be a solid team, right? Because let's say Reggie Corbin sticks around. Josh Love was looking pretty good near the end of the season. You add some, you know, some receivers in there and get maybe some stack up the defense. You could be that team.
2: Yeah. I mean, that they really have the potential, of course, with the draft slot they're going to have. I mean, the Mowers too, quite frankly, Mm -hmm. because really it was, competing for one and two at yeah. that point, you know, and add in the, you know, Pitts, Pittsburgh has, at least as of late, they have started, started to be at on pace and exceeding pace of the generals in terms of guys they're looking at and trying to rebuild. And again, the, I think the quarterback battle is something, if you're the Maulers, you would want to have as many just kind of p- angles to look at with this. I mean, I said Roland Rivers, and I'm, of course, I'm a moron for not mentioning Vad Lee. I just was having a brain fart at the time, <laughs> but, um, you know, I mean, get credit, you know, statuses aside, because I know, I know there's that whole clause based issue on, Hey, was there the opt-in was there not an opt-in, you know? So we're all waiting on that to see how that plays out. Um, but between at least say we got, you have Lee rivers, I think for sure is just because he signed after the said clause date, Mm -hmm. uh, that I'm aware of. And then you of course have four K you have Williams and you also have James Morgan Hell of a QB battle if you were to think about that in camp. Um, to me, the front runners right away are, if I'm doing like three quarterbacks deep, I'm doing, I'm doing Lee as the starter to begin the season, Morgan second, followed by Rivers. Mm-hmm. Um, hungriest ones, I think, in terms of camp, I think Troy Williams. If you look at William, Williams' uh, background, Mm -hmm. You know, he was with the, he was with the Utah Utes. He got succeeded by Tyler Huntley during his senior season, uh, went, did a spell in the CFL. He had bounced around with the, uh, Edmonton Elks for a minute and was also with Saskatchewan last year, uh, really hasn't had any starting playing time professionally. So Mm -hmm. if there's anyone that I think would fight the hardest to try and get some on field tape, you know, the whole I think the main reason why most of these guys go to leagues like the USFL anyway, he's one that I'm, I'm like, I'm hoping, you know, we hear some good things about in camp and that, you know, it is guy that's really scrappy and showing off and that's going to be a tough decision for Kirby Wilson and company to make. Um, So that's what this is building up to. I think a lot of people, they look at that quarterback battle and I think that, You know, us Panthers fans, just speaking my mind, we're looking at ours too, because sure, Paxton Lynch was great. Uh, Eric Barrier had his moments last year, had his moment Mm -hmm. to shine last year. And even Josh Love at the end of the season, we got three quarterbacks that we could go shoot. um, If all three do return, which one of them may be, it's unconfirmed Mm -hmm. by the league, but has been confirmed by a very reliable person to report this, is returning at least. Mm -hmm. So Yeah that the bottom, the bottom feeders of last season are going to have probably some exciting quarterback battles that could maybe propel themselves a step further. For sure. I mean, I'm looking forward to it, right? That's what makes spring football exciting. And I
1: think, you know, for you, especially as a Panthers fans, and I think even more so Maulers fans would love nothing more than at least have a winning season, but mm-hmm. preferably go to the playoffs because then that's like the, Oh, okay, great. Whew maybe not get to the championship, maybe not win the championship. But I mean, if you get to the playoffs, that's a nice turnaround from where you were last year, fighting for not being the worst team in the league, essentially.
2: For, for, for the, for a league that you have to, you, you have a short, you have a l- shorter list of opponents mm-hmm. to go against. So you really have to know your opponents well to start off and you have to stay healthy, you know, to keep up. If you know the top dogs right away, right. Getting upset or two, um, yeah, I, I think, I think we saw last year, you know, you don't want to be that one that, that is, you know, close losses at the beginning and out of the gate. You mm-hmm. want to be keeping up right away. Right. You know, um, you want to be more, if you're, want. if you're wanting to get change things around, you want to be closer to what, you know, the breakers or stars were last year. I think, mm-hmm. you know, everyone of course wants to be say how the generals regular season and the stallions were regular season. That's yeah. not guaranteed, but you at least want to get, I think, Either right at that one of those last seedings, if you can showing that much growth, or hell, if you're if you're really long term gaming it, finishing where the bandits are as much as it would suck. Right, that's not bad for a team like the Maulers or the, for the Maulers or well, really I would say maybe the Panthers, but I think some Panthers fans would say that there's there's a little too much talent that was on that team to, that disappointed. So more if you're the Maulers, you'd be happy to finish like oh, fifth sure. seed and like competing every week. So take it where you're at. Um, Moving down the list here, and I, again, I, there's a few, there's a lot of Maulers on this mm-hmm. list. I guess I kind of front loaded the list with a few Maulers players, but again, Pittsburgh's been signing like crazy. Some of them have been good signings, or at least on paper. Mm-hmm. This one really like it. Um, and for folks that w- watch or listen to this show or my other stuff, you know, arena indoor football—it's like my second love, besides the—I mean, I'll, I'll I'll praise it. I'll have its praises all day. Uh, Dwayne Gary who was playing for the Bay Area Panthers in the IFL last year, actually was for a team that was lo- the low of lows mm-hmm. in terms of performance. He was one of the shining stars on that roster. The Pittsburgh Maulers are picking him up. Mm-hmm. So a team that already had somewhat of a solid run base. I mean, Madre London came on strong oh, the end yeah. of the year. Uh, Groshek wasn't a slouch at times beginning of the season. Now you add Gary, who is a little bit more of a shifty back. He's actually – He's more of the speedster back compared to London mm-hmm. or Groshek. Those two are more grinders and may, would make break tackles more often. Gary's going to make him miss. I so, I dig the pickup. Uh, Nassau Community College, he's kind of built them or that went then to West Connecticut State, built himself up through the IFL. Now he's here in the USFL on Kirby Wilson's squad.
1: Sign him up. And you know what? I I don't watch I I I was learning about arena football. Or indoor football or whatever you wanna prefer hey, to call it. They're, they're two
2: different things, my friends. Yes, friend. yes. Okay. I'll keep I'll keep teaching you. <laughs> See? Just giving you a heads up. We'll get there. That's all. Don't,
1: don't let anyone tell you those are the same sport. They are different. That's why I felt bad for Jim and whoever that other guy was when I when I joined for the championship game broadcast. I was like, I don't even know. I was like, what stadium are they in? And they're like, well, it's an arena. I was like, well, oh, that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Oh <laughs> uh, no! <laughs> You'd Kill me, man. But anyway, uh, yeah. But, but look, if you're an IFL fan, you'll recognize the name. Uh, I will say, um, from the people I've talked to in the IFL that are, you know, fans of the Bay Area Panthers, that was one of them. It's one of those signings. You're like, I feel so happy for him because he proved his worth. But god damn, I wish he wouldn't be leaving right now because right. he was one of the gut pieces that made us some that gave us a little hope. Uh, I mean, they're building a completely star-studded coaching staff. That's a completely side point. Nonetheless, Gary, really good pickup for the Maulers. If you're a Maulers fan out there, um, trust me, the reinforcements, at least by signing's sake, they look good. Mm-hmm. This is another good one. You're going to be really happy uh, that this was a pickup. Uh, this next one, though, and this is more on the Panthers, um, very – let's just say it's a very conversational signing. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're in the old football space, you'll understand Why? Uh, Garrett Marino, uh, defensive tackle, he was signed by the Panthers. Now that name might ring a bell for folks up in the northern part of the of the Americas. For as you see, this man uh, created a few controversies this season. Apparently, has been well, he's been labeled not apparently, he has been labeled as a dirty player um, for a few for a few uh, I would say egregious hits. One specifically that really put into light, and I think that has kind of made people. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000
1: feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's
2: ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life.
0: No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. I,
2: I would say almost do something like uh, this, if you're watching the video, mm-hmm. uh, is, is a, I would say, a pretty terrible hit on star quarterback for the Ottawa Red blacks Jeremiah Mazzoli um they actually knocked him out for the season Oh um, really was, I was
1: about to say how bad was the hit and so it was it was a big Yeah play. it I was gotta... a
2: low it was a lower leg it, it was a it was a lower leg knee like lower leg injury right um and, and uh, if you go and check it out it it's um it's not it's not lovely uh it, it's definitely one of those hits that the NFL had tried as outlawed over a decade ago mm-hmm. where you don't want to go below the knee. Uh it's a, the Brady rule is really what if you right, want to think right, about right. it. It's it's one of the worst worst examples of like the Brady rule being violated and why this safety measure is protected. Mm-hmm. Um there's another hit he had later on that kind of I think accelerated what was his release from the Saskatchewan Rough Riders. Um, where he hit Zach Kalaros, another star quarterback in the CFL. Mm -hmm. Um, And it was was just one that was completely uncalled for. And apparently this has been a string of, I guess, tendencies for this player. Now, that being said, um, best I can say is, hey, I'm hoping he learned from his mistakes and maybe can make it a little bit more reasonable in the USFL. Otherwise, all else I'm going to say is there had to be something that Fisher's crew saw that made him Mm -hmm. that made him want to sign him on in the USFL. That's all I'm going to go with it, because I don't want to go into too much on on politics of it. I know some people were going, why would the why did the league uh, consider him with some of the stuff that was being alleged in the CFL? That's all I've got. You can look into the situation if you want in your way. I'm just telling you, those facts are out there for you. I'm going to play a little devil's advocate. Now, I will admit, I'm only looking at the Jeremiah
1: Masoli hit Mm -hmm. to the legs. I mean, I don't see anything super. I get, yes, that you can't do that move, but it doesn't feel to me like it was overly aggressive. I haven't seen the other one, but what you're saying to me, it sounds like there's a string of events. And if that sounds like the case, I'm not going to defend it. But I'm just looking at that one. I, I could see, I don't know, I could see it not being intentional. I don't want to go too much into it because I'll tell you this, Zach, I'm almost certainly wrong <laughs> in this scenario. Almost certainly. But I figure, you know, I'll throw a little bit of spice out there. Let us know down mm-hmm. in the comments. Am I 100% wrong on this? Sign me up. I like. I, I want to hear it all.
2: Uh, yeah, I mean, look, It it is. its it's... It's really a situation, I think, that's pretty – it's pretty touchy for that. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. know, I, I guess with all the things that went down, I see this as a player that's trying to get a next fresh start. Right. Um, If I want to put it in that way. And honestly, if we're talking the Panthers and if I'm going to just talk purely what they need and, and kind of, I would say, not fully ignore, of course, the player's backstory and some things that have gone on last year, but at least what they need – this is kind of the spot they do need help on is one of them. They, they, they could not really generate much pressure last year and teams later on were starting to get gashes on them in the run game. Uh, defensively, they needed some help. Mm-hmm. So I'm not arguing in that sense. Just keep in mind, you can look into that story, the, but it's a headliner because of that, of right. the, said the recent wrong news around the gentleman, <laughs> just, just giving you all a heads up. Right. right um, right. Yeah, moving on though. This person though, Matt Mangle. Yeah, that name will ring a bell because that is a returning player. Um, unique route to come back though. He was with the Philadelphia Stars as a punter and their place kicker. He was released mid-season, actually after a pretty good performance. Funny, funny enough, I thought it was one of the stranger cuts that week. Um, and now he's back, Pittsburgh Baller. Um, he also on Twitter posted out a uh edited edited photo of him his his stars low his stars uniform is now a mauler's uniform and he says hey see you in march which everyone tipped off went oh there it is training camp it's definitely march again yep yep yep. definitely not starting earlier question now is you know when in march early or late march sure find out sure but that was at least a tip off like yep march is definitely uh when training camps going on is we thinks mm-hmm. based on at least his reaction could be changed, but that seems fairly certain. Sure.
1: So let's see who else. Oh, Bandits here. So I, again, Jake will be happy with this one because I'm also happy. The with bandits this one. are, you know, few and far between, but they're coming in pretty good. DJ Myers, wide receiver here <clears throat> for the bandits. So you know what? Todd Haley, he's, he's maybe waking up, getting ready, stretching out, Maybe we'll see the bandits do what the maulers have done recently and go on a string. Now we only have one here on this list, but tell me your thoughts. You you were saying you're happy about this pick.
2: Well, this one I'm pointing out for a few reasons. It's another arena. This is another indoor arena guy. Mm. Um, NAL products. So definitely, definitely somebody that I, I am more, more accustomed to watching. I love the NAL if for those that don't know. Um, but Few things to go with this. First off, he's going to his brother's team. Guy Myers is uh his younger brother mm-hmm. that they are going to be playing together. First off, doesn't mean that guy is going to be starting and throwing to him, but it's nice to see that tandem. Second off, uh, and this is more than important in terms of performance. Why, if you if you're a bandits fan, you should be excited. Um, two years in a row, NAL. Um, he is on he is on the NAL all second team uh last season and that was his rookie year there uh, it was pretty impressive to help the Orlando predators lead themselves to a playoff berth um, was pretty much was really their main offensive weapon on that roster really really great job as a receiver. And then if you haven't followed the NAL, they have started this past season Iron Man rules where mainly the majority of the roster has to play two ways. so you have only a designated, two players that can per side that can be one way players. Mm-hmm. He was not one of those players. I see. He played linebacker as well as starting receiver for the Carolina Cobras mm. last year, and guess what? He won the most prestigious award in the NAL, Iron Man of the Year, the best overall two-way player in the league. I'm telling you and this guy also got first team defense, second team offense. This wow. is a good, this is a good talent with a motor. He has plenty of the skill sets you want in this league. This is a hungry guy, a guy waiting for his opportunity. And I've talked with I've talked with his mom as well. I went to the championship and she met up with me. Mm-hmm. He's been waiting for this moment and it's pretty it's got to be really special for the Myers family to see both their boys getting a shot in one of these leagues. So if anything, you should totally follow this guy. If you're a Bandits fan, mm-hmm. I recommend it. But I think in the terms of receiving category for a position that I thought at times really struggled in inconsist- consistency, that is, this is someone I think that does help that case. I think you're going to get someone that's going to really help elevate at least the rest of the room in that position group. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Well, that's sweet. This is why I like that you follow all the arena stuff, because I, I mean, I would have looked it up by researching it, but I wouldn't have known all the ins and outs about that. But I will say, I do feel a whoop coming on,
2: which real quick, let's, let's uh, (laughs) You, you, I hope you almost got me. And then I looked at the notes after that. Damn it.
1: You got me good. So. Mr. Uh, you're, I don't, I'm probably going to get the last name wrong, but I gotta say, Mr. Whoop is pretty sweet moniker already. <laughs> Mr. Being his first name, Whoop being his nickname. Philor, is that how you say that? Phil Philor.
2: I think it's Philior
1: Okay, I, but man, s- sign this guy up. I want him to be the MVP name alone wide receiver for your Panthers over there. Uh, yep. I mean, this is nice. Tell me more. Tell me what do you got on this guy?
2: Well, sure. I mean, look, the Panthers could use a little bit more of that receiving help. They're actually kind of getting a lot of depth at that position now this offseason. But what do I like about him? First off, Big Ten product, someone that I think showed that he has potential and had some success in the Big Ten. Just not mainstream. You know, I'm getting to get I'm going to have a high draft profile type of uh, success that a lot, that some Big Ten players have. I mean, hey, when you're in the Big Ten, you got to compete with, you know, People that are getting recruited by Ohio states of the world, the mm-hmm. Michigan states, the Michigans, you know. So if you're at IU, IU doesn't exactly have that big of a thing, but that big of a football program. It is growing. But let me get to the point. Has three years, or has, has a whole has a whole college career at IU. Um, two of those times, two of his seasons that is, end on either the All Big Ten Conference list or honorable mentions All Big Ten. Uh, is his junior season. That is, he was named a second all team, big 10,000 yards receiving 70 passes, caught five touchdowns, um, intangible wise. Yeah. He's not the largest receiver, you know, six foot, mm-hmm. but you know, I'm still going to, I'm still going to say that, you know, looks like it's more, he's more scrappy gets the job done. Um, And he was also, if I'm talking accolades as well, he was on the Fred Boletnikov awards list, watch list at least. That means he was considered a top candidate for most outstanding receiver in college football Mm -hmm. back when he was back when he was in college during his final season at IU. So there's a lot of potential here with this player. Uh, he had a bit of a camp spell with Minnesota back in 2021, um, looks like he took a year off from what I can understand is there's, I can't find any other info on his 2022 timeline, but he signed on for a unit that.
3: Step into the world of power, loyalty and luck. I'm going to make him an offer. He can't refuse with family cannolis and spins mean everything. Now you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing the Godfather at chopper Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. where prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. You know, really could use
2: some help anyway. I know, I know Joe Walker, you know, he came on late, was probably the best option that the Panthers had at the end of the year. Mm-hmm. But I think Fisher wants to be sure that that unit and the options in that unit—it's not as sporadic. You can have guys that are ready to go. Same deal as the bandits. You know, I, I felt like the Panthers. It was kind of like hit or miss every week on who would actually come to play right. in that receiver group. Hyman at his moments. You know, Walker later in the year. But I think you know you want to hit the ground running and have those guys in sync right out of the gate and good talent out of the gate. So I I, I put him on my watch list. Plus the name. I mean, this is going to hey, be Mr. Whoop. <laughs> I mean that that man officially put down his name on the signing as Mr. Whoop Fil- Fillier. <laughs> I love it. I mean,
1: sign him up. Speak, I mean, you, if there, there's the there's the custom jersey you need now, right? Like, mm-hmm. sign him up. We got a couple returning names here though coming up here. Uh, if I remember correctly, Devin Gray, right, wide receiver for yep, the Stars. Yep. Devin Gray. And then Trey Walker, which you you put in the notes, you're not official, not official. Yeah, there, there's uh,
2: another. There's been there's another one that's not official either. Uh, at least it's been announced. I we, I'll be honest, we trust USFL News, mm-hmm. the account. They've been you know one of the top guys in terms of finding sources and getting the signing information as well as the, as of course the USFL Fan Network. So we appreciate all they're doing, but um, I trust them with the with the Trey Walker announcement. Uh, the other one I trust is Josh Love mm-hmm. is apparently confirmed, at least via USFL News, mm-hmm. to be returning. Now, credit, that's got, you has got to wait for the USFL to put the official signing date. But as we've seen, news will come out, and then it'll take them sometimes upwards a week to get the signing data down. So yep. I would say that's a solid bet. If you're a Panthers fan, Josh Love's back. Uh, if you're a Maulers fan, you're really happy to say, oh, yeah, it no matter, doesn't matter, whatever QB's there, we got Trey Walker. Yep. At yep. least we got Trey Walker. You know, we, yeah, sure. Bailey Gaither, he's he's out on doing doing practice squad work. He's back with the Ravens now, which that was nice to see that announcement sure. this week. Um, but hey, at least we get Trey Walker back, mm-hmm. which was one of your top, if not your top target on that office. Took, and of course, took, I think, the most brutal hit oh, yeah. in the USFL last year. Besides, of course, Haney, Haney who lost a tooth. Right, right, right. <laughs> just, just saying. But, but here's why these signings matter. We're gonna see more of these. This is this is starting to. You're gonna see more guys trickle in that were that were players last season. You know, re-signing their deals. Mm -hmm. Ones that maybe signed on at the beginning but needed to re-opt in or consider opting in based on that new clause. You know, again, that's a it's a gray area that I think some of us are trying to figure out what's the deal with that gray area. That you know, that monkey wrench that the clause threw in there. That you know, kind of determined if you could come, you know, if you, you had to opt in to sign in. And mm-hmm. so all players had to go redo that for year two um, that were signed before the said uh, May date. And so here we are. Mm-hmm. Now we're seeing those players. Like I said, Trey Walker, Devin Gray. These are guys that were on these rosters before that date. And so we're going to keep tracking those guys that come back as well mm-hmm. that get their year two and want to come back for year two.
1: Yeah, I'm. That that is probably the coolest part of season two is. The, the amount of people that that could potentially come back because I mean any team that has a good amount of their 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 team come back, I mean, you already have that gelling aspect. And sure there's gonna be a little rust and there's gonna be a mm-hmm. little this and that. But I mean having a whole season under your belt with a good chunk of your crew coming back is helpful. Now on the other yes. side of the on the other side of the coin though, Zach, <coughs> for your opponents it's going to be interesting because now, especially if a team keeps a majority of their guys, you have a whole seasons worth of footage that you could draw on from last year. So it's right. going to be like a nice little chess game and it'll be interesting, but I'm very excited to see who are the guys that come in that were like, again, we used the maulers as an example. Are they going to go from worst to first? And eh, maybe not, but I feel like with the amount of signings that they're doing here, they got to get more than one win,
2: right? Yeah. I mean, I don't think the Maulers are going to be a one-win team next season. Honestly, I'm hoping that we don't even have. I, I hope that the minimum is we have a, at, at lowest a three-win team. Right. Which sure, some of you, some of the higher up teams, are like ah, now we're closer to five hundred. But here's the thing: I think you know we want to see what we saw last season—competitive games week in and week out, mm-hmm. stuff that makes you sit and glue and be glued to your TV screen because you're going to be waiting till the fourth quarter to even figure out if you're deciding who is the victor. Mm-hmm. You know, people want to see that if you're an alt league. So I think the Maulers, you know, the Panthers—they realize, hey, we we were close last year in a lot of games. You know, mm-hmm. the Maulers—it was a lot of uh, and on all honesty and competent offense and some strange calls from a first year head coach yeah. for the Panthers. It was basically that except strange calls from a veteran head right. coach. that <laughs> yeah. was the most hyped one coming into the league. So, you know, you gotta, gotta take the good with the bad, I, I guess. And you have to regroup and hopefully get back. I hope none of these teams have one win. I hope that they can at least get three apiece, if more. And I hope that one of these bottom feeder teams makes the playoffs for the sake of, hey, progression through signings, through our process, through getting this all together. Mm-hmm. So that, that's what I'm looking at with all, all this. And, you know, quite a of the return signings do help as well. You know, oh, uh- Trey Walker for sure. And Devin Gray, I mean, this is an example of a guy that's saying, OK, I'm coming back to where I was comfortable at pre- previously with Bart Andrus. Um, I got my shot with Kansas City because of this shot with the USFL. Mm -hmm. And, you know, sure, I got cut from Kansas City, but I can get another shot with another team. I just got to get more tape, film, and have another good season. Yeah, Improve myself here with Philadelphia. It's going to be an exciting
1: ride. Like I said, we're seeing guys get signed up. And now it's funny because I've seen, you know, the Internet is the Internet, so you always get, like, a little bit of banter back and forth. But I saw an interesting take the other day that the USFL is scared because of all these signings to try to stop them to go from another league. And it, they were even tried to elude that they're not having a draft, but let it be known they are having a draft. And now here's the way I kind of see some of this work out. Not all these guys are going to make the rosters Zach. right? Yes. I mean, we're talking about right now they have a max of 75. That's going to get cut down. I see a lot of these guys probably going into the draft pool with a mix of maybe some guys coming out of college, you know, the, the NFL season's ending, so people may be coming out of practice squads or who whatever mm-hmm. it might be. So, I mean, silly take from the internet, but I had to bring it up, right?
2: Well, I, I'm not going to add too much to it, except that this is part of the business we're going to be getting into. It, the Someone else coined the term, you know, it's spring football wars. Like, mm-hmm. you know, look, if you have a person that wants to sign on here and... You know the league gave you a good offer, and you can go in and go right ahead. And again, I also think people are ignoring the fact that you know you have two pads right now. With like I said, if you're talking the two main ones in the room, the XFL and the USFL, sure, the CFL as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm going to give them a pedestal up because they're established. They are the next best in terms of North America. Not even going to make that debate sure. right now because they they. As much as we talk about stability with the CFL, sometimes they are the most stable and most proven out of all these. So separate entity. Sure. Meanwhile, the XFL and USFL, they're an American market. They're competing for a space that is a step below the NFL. And there's plenty of players. Oh, yeah. And there's two ways you can look at it as a player and an agent. You can either look at your player and say, okay, we have the XFL draft coming up. I can get you in the pool. Um, but you got to wait and see if you get picked up in the draft. Mm -hmm. So keep that in mind. Sure. You can maybe get picked up later on after the draft or you don't, however, you have to wait through that process, which is coming up later, or there are eight, U. well, I'll say seven because we are still waiting on the coaching replacement in theory for the breakers that might be holding some stuff up. Nonetheless, there's seven USFL teams, 75 man max roster from what we understand that are looking for players that you can get signed on right now you can get focused in on getting your team's game plan and philosophies ready to go for the off season and for training camp and you can be ready and be talking with the team and getting yourself prepped so you can get more tape and more exposure mm-hmm. those are your options right now or you can of course go to arena but if we're talking the that level those are your choices right so some players want to go to the teams that are there already some want to take their chances with the draft and see what the XFL has and they're taking that offer that's the business mm-hmm. i don't see this as like quote desperate quote you know outlandish guys this is this is what's going to be going down i mean right. these two entities are going to be signing the best players and trying to find the best to make the best brand of football you got to understand yeah. that this is a business for sure. You know, I mean, and it, it'll
1: happen the other way around too. I'm sure. I mean, it, it kind of did with some of the coaching staffs, right? Mm-hmm. So we'll see some back and forth between these leagues. And I mean, realistically, let's just hope they both succeed. At minimum mm-hmm. one succeeds, but let's hope for both because I don't want to be that guy.
3: Yeah. You know? Right.
2: Again, I, I am, I'm more fascinated with the competition. I have said it on this show. I'll say it again. It fascinates me. I do not, want to pick a side whatsoever because I want to see these philosophies the two have play out but people want to look at stuff to me a little more skewed I think than it really is this is signings aren't desperation it's part of the business of football right you got to live with it that that's how it is I'm sorry yeah for those that are disappointed I am sorry to tell you that's how this is going to work and yeah, they'll get over it. We got plenty of time before of the seasons kick off. Of course they will. They, 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 they'll see more people get signed on or flip mm-hmm. over. It's going to happen. You know, it's bound to
1: happen. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So I think we exhausted that, but we have to. So one of the reasons I'll be honest with everybody listening to this show, I knew we were already getting a couple weeks out from recording. We did the show with the USFL network guys on the USFL discord last week, but our channel was getting a little, you know, just a little stagnant. So I said, well, we got to record. Luckily, we got a bunch of signings. But Zach, I'll tell you, I don't know if I should be happy with you or mad at you because I've never been cut to the core by a cartoon quite like I have over the weekend after your, well, it wasn't necessarily your suggestion. You had mentioned on Twitter that you were watching Cyberpunk Runners i did which prompted me to go and say the game is garbo i bought it at like day one and and played probably five ten minutes and it was a buggy mess now i'll tell you zach since then the game is not so much of a buggy mess so good sign them up i did not expect this out of a cartoon now an anime i guess is the pro the, the proper terminology i'm not <clears throat> I'm not I don't watch a lot of anime. I don't know if I've ever watched an anime all the way through. I think I've maybe seen a couple episodes of like Desert Punk which is kind of an obscure one okay. um, but that's about it. So I didn't really know what to think about this cyberpunk edge runners and
3: step into the world of power, loyalty and luck I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse with family
1: Oh, my God. It broke me down. I'll tell you, it took me up until maybe a day or two days ago that I don't know if I was like, I wasn't depressed. But it, like I said, it cut me to the core, man.
2: Well, so what are your thoughts on this silly show? I mean, the ending gets you, you know. Um, I'm Spoiler
1: not- alert. Fuck it. I mean, oh, sorry.
2: <laughs> I mean, I don't know how many of you listen. I'll, I'll break that of you out. <laughs> I mean, the for those that weren't listening, this is the beginning of the first ever off-season, off-topic segment. So, um, the, t- <laughs> the subject for today is our experience with Cyberpunk and Edge Runners. Um, just letting you all know. And I- I'll be—I'll be frank. I—I watch—I watch, I watch some—I an- watch a little more anime from time to time. Uh, my brother is really the one that gets me to do it, do it. I kind of sit down with whatever he's watching. Mm-hmm. But this one, I was like, all right you know, I I read a bunch of the hype on it. Um, I'm more video game guy. So I'm like, screw it. I'm, I'm curious, you know? And, uh, yeah, no, it, uh, the ending really cut me deep. The show beautiful. Um, the story I thought excellent. Um, and yeah, I, I'm kind of with you like even right now, like, um, you know, coming into the show today, I'm like this show today, I'm Mm -hmm. going, yeah. Um, it still hasn't settled set with me. You know, I, It's you know a good television show or what or anime or cartoon has hit you to the core um, if you feel a little empty when it ends oh yeah um and that you are almost like relating to the characters as if they are in real life and that they are people that you do care about like that's one of those things if you for ten episodes it's ten episodes that grips grips you and makes you definitely feel that way it's a short but Quick blast of whoa oh yeah now let me ask you this
1: subbed or dubbed which did you watch
2: i, I definitely do i do dubbed Okay. Um, yeah me too i, I, I know people I do who make not, fun of me
1: online but i don't care
2: oh i know that there's a die the diehard anime community will tell you subbed but i'll be honest um i don't care because i would rather be able to watch what's on screen that's I feel like thing. I get too distracted reading subtitles. That that's the problem.
1: That's that's so. my thing. But the one good thing I have heard is that people said the dub of this was very well done. It was, and I like how they incorporated the terminology from like the cyberpunk universe, like choom and preem, and you know all of those things. <clears throat> now, I don't. I, I I'll tell you this, Zach. I haven't read. We're gonna go into spoilers here. So if you haven't, if you want to watch it. Fast forward. I'll mark the the thing in the in the bottom. Yeah. Here. If
2: you're on audio or video, I <laughs> I mean, hey, stick around. Maybe you want to learn a little more personality about us. Go right ahead. Yeah. Um, we'll finish up, of course, with USFL on the opposite side of this. But um, when we do these, we'll we'll let you know. Yeah. You know. Yeah, yeah. Because we understand. You know, we understand you're tuning in for USFL content, but you know, hey, we we like to share a little bit about ourselves too. And if you want to tune in, join the ride. But for the for this show and in this sake, I mean. I have never played the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is going to make me want to buy the game now. And I think it's just because I learned after the fact how many things they took from it mm-hmm. that were actually in there. There's, there's there's, so many set pieces that are actually in the game itself. Um, you're talking like clothing, drinks, mm-hmm. like all the stuff. The apartments.
1: It's, all, like yeah, pretty the much apartment everything that's built. big in the game or in mm-hmm. the show is in the game, which right. is they, pretty they cool. Embrace the,
2: they braced the entire video game atmosphere. And now I just want to go and be doing more with it. So that's kind of it. Plus now apparently it's playing better. So mm. I kind of want to play on my PC, which I'm just basically waiting till my next paycheck to have that $60 lying around to throw at it. Cause I will do it. <laughs> Check this out, Zach.
1: Go look at your local, go online to bestbuy.com. They have a deal for the PC keys for like 16 bucks. They Seriously? were out of stock by me, but if they're in stock, they're just everybody's trying to fire sell the the PC keys because I think they want them. Nobody wants to hold them anymore.
2: Mm, okay. <laughs> so,
1: yeah, if you can find them, like the, the, it's just like a card with a, with a thing that you throw into Steam. But all you right. might be able to find a deal that way. It is interesting, though, all the digital copies up until this show came out, you could get Cyberpunk for like 20, 30 bucks. It was on sale like every other week. They know what they got with this show. Get yeah. sixty bucks everywhere, everywhere, and I mean, hey, you know what? Sign them up. They even announced a new game, Cyberpunk Two, which I guess is in development. But this show, hopefully,
2: hopefully they chill out and get it right this time, and <clears throat> do all the things that they promised to do with this first one. They had to cut, mm-hmm. so I, I that does me thrilled. I can't. I'm waiting to finally play it for the first time. Um, and I become since then, I have become more of a PC gaming guy, less console. So like. I think I'm just going to accept it, you know. PC master um,
1: race, bro. I'm telling you, there. Well, Once you go I, with look, the PC, you can't do anything
2: else. Look, you get older, you look at you look at your options. You go, okay. I built this, you know, fourteen hundred dollar PC rig, and sure, that's expensive. You're going, you're you're probably listening. If you're still listening with us in this section, you're going, whoa, dude, you spent that much. But listen here, um, this thing will last past that console I have. Uh oh, huh? And I'm yeah. still, I don't have a PS5. It's still, it's still five hundred dollars and why would you even want one like they barely have you know, any
1: exclusives everything most games you can get on pc and at well, least you can to put optimize all their
2: exclusives them. over yeah. Too.
1: yeah yeah so 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 this show i'm gonna tell you so i like i said i didn't re, i didn't watch any like fan theories but i don't know have you like on the ending i know one i'm curious um, to see how close i am yeah the one i know i I don't let me let me break my theory down and you tell me if this is the same because i want to know if i'm a savant or if i'm completely off base all right i'll I'll play
2: it by ear what's the theory what's your theory
1: episodes one through five one through five real life you get to episode five jk puts him in the simulation Ever since he pulled him out of the simulation, supposedly, and put him in another one, everything goes wonky. Let me ask you this. Who the hell is Falco? Falco was never around until he was in a simulation.
2: You, I'm not buying it.
1: You get to episode six with, um, oh my God, who's the mentor? Maine. Yeah. He starts getting psych- psychosis. He kills his, his love interest boom uh you know the main uh why can't i think of anybody's name david martinez he goes back to lucy but i mean from there then he starts cybering up and he's like he's turning into main and i mean by the end of the show it's him reliving it and let's just keep in mind what jk said he told him exactly what was going to happen he said you cannot escape it you are are going to turn into this vision of yourself. And so then the first thing that happens is he watches it happen in real life with his, one of his closest allies. And one by one by one, all of his, this is what broke me the most, Zach. You know, it's one thing when you watch like Breaking Bad or like a show, a show over like nine, 10 seasons and like these main characters die off. And even then it's like, oh my God, but you still have like a season before maybe one or two dies off. We got like the whole everybody, but Lucy and the bad guys essentially lives at the end.
2: My God. Yes. Yes. I don't, I don't buy it though. And that's, that was the one that I had heard Mm -hmm. the most. I just don't buy it. Um, I, and I think to me, it's just kind of how the show ends. You know, I think if, I mean, maybe it would have been a little bit on the nose, Mm -hmm. but I think if the show ends with David just dying, like they go, they just, you know, Adam Smasher aims at him, fade to, and you just have the flash fade to, like, go to black. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe I'm going, all right, that theory maybe checks out. Maybe they're setting up for a season two, or maybe it just ends right there and you have that mm-hmm. mysterious ending that is kind of what's been played out here still with what we have. But what do we have? They go further. Lucy goes to the moon. Lucy has her vision oh. memory that she saved of David that has everybody shedding tears and me feeling hollow inside as well as you. Oh, it's horrible. That's where I don't buy it because you, you're going to tell me David is sitting there in the simulation watching from like a eye in the sky, God like thing yes. watching his, his girlfriend go and
1: do all this. Yes, but it's not real. She's not really on the moon. This is all a simulation to torture him to break him down, to do this over and over and over again to make him, to see how far he can take it so that he can be an experiment. Now, here's how I see there's two paths for season two. One, I'm right, right? And if I'm right, (laughs) it starts off with the scene from season five of them kicking in the door when he's about to be put into the second simulation. That's where it kicks off. But we see a whole new path of them trying to save David. David, my assumption, will become the the bad guy in this situation, whether under mind control, because what, let's say, you know, the big suit at the end, that probably yep. does exist. They want to see, can he survive without psychos, getting psychopsychosis? And with this simulation, they can find out how long he can go because what they've alluded to is that he's special, right? Yes. He just, I mean, he's and that's a, We didn't even talk about the beginning. His mom dies. Like, it, like in, in what, it, at the first episode or the end of the, uh, mm. yeah, I mean, right away. It's like, you're getting hit from left and right. This David guy is, I mean, he's had such a tough life, but he just does what he needs to for everyone. But here's the thing. That's where it ends off As he finally breaks out of it and saves his pals in season two. Now, that's one path I envision. Now, here's path two. I'm wrong. I'm wrong. Right. And, I, I, and so I don't think they follow Lucy around. The great thing about Cyberpunk, which I don't know if you've, you haven't played it yet, but when you start, you choose what type of character you want to be. Yes. And so I could see the next season being about the corpos. Right. And then like they that's like that crew that you follow. And then maybe the third season is like the street runners. And, and you can go through the different sets that they have with and without ever having to do anything
2: more than a season. Or here's the third option, which is kind of what I'm wondering if they do it. And it's, this is kind of a normal anime thing. Mm-hmm. One season. Oh, yeah, 100%. It could just do that. And, and and that's the only reason I say that is some of the best animes are barely even long. Cowboy Bebop is one of the most celebrated animes ever made. Mm-hmm. And it's only 26 episodes. Well, that's why I just uh, found out
1: like One Punch Man only had like 20 plus episodes. I was like, oh, really? Wow. Yeah, I mean,
2: that that's what could be the other case is you, mm-hmm. this is the story. Right. You get 10 episodes. You have a hell of a story that was put in a really compact time frame and you can cherish it whenever you want. Um, because yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's not always guaranteed to have a long running one. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's just a one-off. I mean, that's where I'm wondering, like, where do you, some people say season two, but I'm like, you, you do have those options, mm-hmm. but if you don't do like the, the theory mystery box one yeah. that you're talking about, I find it hard to say, let's go into season two with basically everyone dead except except for falco and lucy right you know right right well and here's that's why i'm
1: thinking though if it's not because to me in my other theory it wouldn't be like a season two it would be a season one it'd be cyberpunk corpos and like Mm. it wouldn't be edge runners now because here's the thing
2: do kind of like uh i guess like american (laughs) horror story where they like do a rehash name or something exactly except it wouldn't be like an anthology it would be they just make a new name for the season yeah i'm talking because
1: here's the thing if they do a season two uh, like a like going to my option one if they do a season two of edge runners it's almost guaranteed that it, it like it, they cannot top that right and i mean if they top what they just put out i mean kudos to them
2: it'll be pretty damn hard to top
1: right what they did in 10 episodes but i'll tell you this cd project red and netflix are looking at this like whoo whoo oh man the money we could make and so i almost hope i'm uh, they don't do a season two but they do again it's not an anthology series but along those lines okay then we get three seasons but they're completely separate to where if they completely bungle you know cyberpunk corpos or street runners or whatever it might be then it's not as then it's not as bad you always have that original to fall back on And I'll say, again, I'm not a big anime fan, but I know that people are generally hesitant of Netflix animes. I've heard not so great things about a lot of them. Now, maybe there are some good ones. But, I mean, so you got to imagine Netflix is looking at this like, wait, wait, wait. We got a hit on our hands, boys. We got to get more of this. We got to get more of this. And, I mean, CD Projekt Red's looking at it like, up until this show came out, this was like uh cyberpunk 2077 was the example of how bad a game release could go. Yes. Other than maybe yes. no man's sky, which turned their stuff around too.
2: So sign them. Well, up. yeah. I mean, in game sense, I mean, they both, both did and uh, stuff like this helps, you know, it's immersive. It, it gets the conversation going. Um, and sure, you know, I'll, I'll be honest. See project red probably wants to continue to do stuff like this. Mm-hmm. I would feel this is a for how much press it's gotten them. And for the player base, that's resurged, you know, whether it's coincidence or not, it kind of makes sense. So plus the fact they also have the Witcher, which is still doing, I understand oh, yeah. pretty well on Netflix. Like they have, they have a great connection. So that's, that's not guaranteed. It's going away. Um, and of course the studio, they work with trigger, uh, it does a really excellent job with their animes from what I've seen. Mm-hmm. So, and they have a good catalog. So yeah, possibilities i just oh, my only thing and my final note on this whole thing it's a funny one just don't make it live action Net- netflix yeah, live action don't. animes are always the worst i mean cowboy bebop uh, one piece some people say has potential but i'm I'm still like no don't don't touch that just just, just let these things breathe in the in the art form they are meant to be mm-hmm. which is in anime and animation yeah do I, more stuff i with don't
1: it. like the live action thing i mean it almost never almost never works out. It doesn't have to be an anime. I mean, w- the trailer for the Mario Brothers movie came out. So, I mean, that's a great example because the one when I was a kid was, like again, the <laughs> ultimate example of how going live action can go relate. wrong. Right? Can't relate. It took them this long to make another movie because that one, and I'll tell you, <laughs> I've watched it. It's actually not bad. I mean, they have a baller stat, uh, cast in that old Mario movie, but I just don't get their reasoning for being like, grungy and like like that feels like it should have been the cyberpunk movie almost right like
2: (laughs) look up i'll give you a series after we record today um it's this gentleman uh matt mcmuscles on youtube he yeah he does he he does what happened Mm -hmm. it's it's that's how you pronounce it's supposed to be what happened but he takes the T out yeah um and one of them is on the super mario brothers movie it has a ton of stuff that went behind the scenes the production was hell yeah is all i could tell you but it is so entertaining listening as to how this movie even got so – dis, how that movie got dismorphed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Luckily, we have that coming along that looks good that was shown off. Um, and, yeah, like the fact that Cyberpunk – you know, Cyberpunk coming out and having an excellent animation track record for Netflix's problems with animation right now and mm-hmm. their budget slashing. It was nice to see a project that didn't get canned that definitely deserved to stay on that platform and deserved to be showed off. So – thank god
1: let me ask you this Zach. so you mentioned you watch some anime i like i said i'm i'm an old Uh, man what is the i am what is the (laughs) go-to what
2: is the? well i'll tell i mean my favorite one and i think the easiest one most people say to get into uh is cowboy bebop Mm -hmm. Uh, i think that's i think that one's just simplistic to me it's pretty straightforward the story is Comedic, it can be action-packed. It is the same deal at the end where it's that heartfelt, gut-wrenching, like, damn, I can't believe it's over feeling. Right. And the universe is enticing as well. You know, it's a it's a far distant future dystopian uh universe Mm -hmm. because they abandon Earth. Um and I, I just I can't gush enough about it. You you really if you and it's all you you really can't go wrong. It's also one of the better if not best dubs Mm -hmm. that you can have where you don't feel like it's cheesy. Like it feels like something you can digest without having to deal with the, you know, translation. Sure. So let me ask you this. This isn't the one where they rip
1: off the person's fingernails one by one. Is it, you said comedic. So, because I don't want to go down that rabbit hole. I can't be, I can't be watching. It, It has
2: been a few, it has been one or two years since I've watched the whole series through. I don't, I'm not aware of a scene that has okay, that good. good Cause um, I don't want that. No, it, uh, I mean, it, it gets, it gets bloody from like gunshots and That's stuff like I'm that. fine with, you know, but no, it, it, trust me. If you are like if for you, if you're now like, I want that anime itch, I need something else real bad. Just go to that one. Yeah. That's and It's everywhere. Mm-hmm. Cowboy bebop is accessible. Like, every goddamn streaming service you can go to hulu i'm pretty sure it still has it netflix has it right now because of course they have the anime mm-hmm. going up i'm pretty sure amazon video does and i think amazon video also has the movie which isn't too bad either i have not watched the movie mm, okay. but the movie is in chronological order in the story like between like episodes 22 and 23 oh
1: that's good to know so if you want
2: so uh-huh. if you want to do like episodes 1 through 22 watch the film and then finish the series that's how you're you should do it if you're doing one straight run.
1: Oh, that's good to know. That's good to know. Mm-hmm. Hey, what do you know about Chainsaw Man?
2: Nothing. I mean, I'm not, that one looks I am, pretty
1: sweet, bro. I might get. I'm, <laughs> I, I, I don't know what's gonna happen to me now because my siblings have been into anime my whole life, right? Okay. I've never. Other than this, this is the first time I've watched a full series. I've gone to friends' houses that have had it on, and that's the extent of it. Okay, I feel like I'm going to end up being one of these guys that has like a bookshelf full of mangas now, because now I've seen Chainsaw Man and Chainsaw Man is exactly what you would imagine. It's a man, but his head is a chainsaw. Oh, come on. And I saw I don't know. I was on. I can't remember where I was at, but I saw an image of like one of the panels from his uh from the manga and it's talking like him being all depressed that he can't get a girlfriend cuz his head's a chainsaw and I'm like that's amazing that's amazing <laughs> that's the- well, I mean where was I not thinking of chainsaw man I didn't know I it could be so simple
2: because- I wasn't either because it's something I don't <laughs> I, you can make an i. You can make anything. Idea, I swear. Uh, I mean, look, it's got a good story, and you enjoy the action. I mean, to me, I think half of the enjoyment of anime is just ar- the artwork in general. Mm. It's a different feeling. Um, you know, sure. So there's variance in anime, but like, it has a different feel and style, and the art and design, and the camera angles they make in terms of the uh, layout of the shots for scenes, mm. like storyboarding. That's half of the excitement for it. So. I mean, sure. If you enjoy aspects, you know, go right ahead. I I guess I'll check it out out of curiosity and give you a status report. It's on Netflix, right? Like, I, is that? I don't even know if it's an anime. It might just be a manga. It literally,
1: I, but I think oh. they're making an anime for. it. Okay. Let me see. I think they I, are. I you. I, I I
2: had heard it as you had said. No, they said are, it. They do. It's either out or it's coming out. Okay. Well, I will I'll look up screenshots. I'll let you know what the screenshots look like. Just look up Chainsaw Man
1: eyes. on Google and you'll see I mean, it looks the, the 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 manga covers look pretty sweet. So, one thing just before we end this off because we're now I think we talked about anime more than we did about football, but
2: No, we we I trust me. I, I've been checking. We yeah. still have more football.
1: Good. good still good. Have more football. So, the one thing that I'll end it off with because we were talking about the movie adaptations is so I can't remember. There's a few animes that they've made live action. And I mean, it's almost always guaranteed to fail because of the one thing you just brought up recently is the whole, like the whole allure, not all of it, but a big allure of anime is the art style. Right. And that's hard to like pull off in live action. The closest that we ever got. And it wasn't an anime. And I, I wouldn't even know if you would consul- consider it a manga, but mm-hmm. Scott Pilgrim, that's the closest we've ever gotten to a comic book to live action adaption at least. And that's not anime. And if it was, I don't know if we would. Like, I, I think it almost needs to be like a half CG, half live action where there's like...
3: Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chumpacasino.com welcome to the family vdw group no purchase necessary void prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus
1: because i mean the hairstyles and there's like the 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 colors aren't real life they they are but they aren't i don't know there's a there's a special feel to it i've always appreciated the art but i've never had I don't have enough time to be dedicating like Naruto is the one that all my friends watch. And so I always hear about how there's like that and Dragon Ball, how there's like a million episodes of those. And so watching this, I've I've just learned, Zach, that, yeah, most of these things are like, I don't know, 20 episodes, 22 episodes. I'm like, okay, maybe I could actually watch a couple of these things in my spare time while I'm either working or whatever it might be. So I'll Mm -hmm. leave it at that.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I think that that's just the way you, you play it out, you know, and if you want to be curious, you be curious, you know, check, check out some stuff, you know, anime is a unique world. There are some weird ones out there, but a lot of them are really, there's a lot of really good ones that, you know, you can just sit back, relax, enjoy episodically, and mm. get a good story out of sub or dub. So that's my, that's all I can tell you. So there you go. A little bit of anime to take home. And, and honestly, just for, if you haven't, caught the hint like if you have Netflix and you are curious and maybe you maybe you enjoy animation just check out Cyberpunk Edge Edge Runners it's really good mm. um you you shouldn't miss out on it. it 10 episodes it's it's worth it they're only a half hour piece not even real really quick. they're
1: like 20 25 minutes if you cut them right. cut before the 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 uh credits so it's like yeah it's totally worth it to to just binge through it if you can
2: exactly it's it's a real quick watch but a really damn good watch
1: hell yeah Hell yeah. So what else we got on the docket this week?
2: Well, honestly, beyond, beyond this, um, really, I mean, speculation zone. What players maybe don't return? You know, I I think that's what some people are wondering is like, you know, I, I guess my speculate, my speculation is, you know, I'm not hundred percent sure, but like, Obviously the quick one is Brian Scott that's going to come to mind a mm. lot of people he's been talked about plenty his status is unknown um speculation zone um if he is able to leave on that January cut like they are mm. talking about I am thinking he does go yeah yeah um, which would that be it, unfortunate That is my that is my speculation zone and, and I think it's just the situation of his injury coupled with case Cookus' rise with philadelphia mm-hmm. and just the opportunity elsewhere that might arise maybe you don't have that with other rosters right now that's kind of where i'm going with this mm-hmm. otherwise i think the league would want him around but it's up to him oh 100% i'm just i'm getting vibes that he might make that well it seems
1: so because we've seen him with uh you know working out with the xfl it seems hanging out with the other group of potential xfl quarterbacks now i will say you know if stars fans out there i know they were initially concerned and i was too for stars fans until i saw that case cook has recently had an nfl tryout so that because i thought his injury was much worse than it, it seemingly is so if that's the case, which I believe, I can't remember who reported it. So I apologize, but I f- feel like it, it was, was the, like, uh,
2: the Cowboys. Yeah, actually. Oh yeah, exactly. Cowboy- with Jamar so it was,
1: Smith. It was a legitimate, um, yeah, announcement there. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, that's great news. If you're a stars fan, if he ends up coming back, I mean, he was playing stellar, but I mean, I think a lot of people just like Brian Scott because Brian Scott's kind of like that spring league guy. So I, I would mm-hmm. love to see him back. I wouldn't blame him. If he goes, I get, you know what they're doing. Um, but here's the thing. If there's ever, if there's ever a reason and he needs to come back to the USFL, I think they'd take him back too. So I don't think there's going to be any hard feelings. Everybody understands. This is kind of, we were talking about earlier. You can't really be mad about signings. You know, what's going to happen. You might try to prevent them, whether it's contracts or discussions or whatever it might be. Right. But I, I mean, it is what it is. It's unfortunate to see now, where I'm curious to see is people uh, like Luis Perez, right? Or Jordan Te'amu, which, you know, I would I would think if they were going to jump ship, we probably would have seen them in the mix in some of those videos, but maybe not. Maybe not. Uh, in our discussions last week over on the USFL Discord, we were talking about it. We had uh, um, one of the the generals guys over there, one of the generals fans talking about it where Perez hasn't resigned yet. So, I mean, that is a possibility as well. I'm, I'm thinking he comes back. I think Te'amu comes back. Brian Scott, though, I'm, I'm kind of with you. It, it might not be in the cards, but maybe it is. I mean, January, you got to remember, it's a little late in the game. You already passed your draft, which, uh, yep. I mean, assuming it's seemingly looking like they're going to assign qu- tier one quarterbacks again. Right. maybe even starting and back up who knows because there's a good pool of guys that were shown in those videos uh, but so coming in January you, then it's only a month ish before kickoff so maybe we'll have to see i mean I, to me it's a 50-50 shot right now i would i would it seems like Brian Scott wants to go to the XFL and you know what? I get it. Uh, it seems like the the running thing is these guys want to be able to play in their individual markets. Uh, and I mean, word still we're still waiting on word for where you know the USFL is going to be next year. It's almost guaranteed that one of them is going to be Birmingham. We're probably. Yeah, going I mean, to see it, it has out.
2: to be. Yeah, it has to be. You may, I mean if they if they'd said no, right. I think You just burn your chances of ever moving forward further. So. I don't even feel that's like speculation zone. I almost feel like that's just a, that's a necessary confirm. There's no reason. For sure. Well, the Plus city their main office, op- remember their, their main office is in Birmingham. Right. Right. So right. they're not going anywhere. Like they are based there. Um, primarily. Um, and I mean, I'll, if I hadn't reiterated last episode, I'll reiterate again, speculation zone. I do think it's the tri-state area mm-hmm. in Philadelphia, New York, New Jersey market that they supplant themselves as a second hub. Um, I'm feeling that there's enough. I feel there's enough of an audience there as well as there's been small rumor nuggets that have dropped here left and right. Nothing that has really, I guess added to a larger thread. Mm -hmm. Um, the league is still working on a ton of, you know, contract based things and look. And as I have said, as I have been told, uh, stone, no stone unturned is what I keep getting told. They are looking at all options and all availability, Mm -hmm. Um, but I just get that feeling if you are trying to fix the audience issue that NBC talked about. Two of your th- four two of your four northern teams are knocked out right out of the bat, and Pittsburgh is not too far of a drive for that mm-hmm. third. I just it feels like the logical play. It, it feels yes. like
1: the logical play.
2: Yeah, Panthers fans would be upset. I would have to drive farther mm-hmm. or fly, but there's more markets there. That, that, that that's how I see it. It's a huge, yeah, it's a huge market because you have New York and New Jersey and
1: Philadelphia and you know, with Pittsburgh, not too far out.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Plus I mean, you and I were there in July. Um, yeah. look, I'll be Frank, you know, stallions fans traveled well, but I'd make a good argument that the stars fans did a pretty good job. All things considered. And that mm-hmm. surprised me. Yeah. Hundred um, If, if they traveled all the way over to Canton Uh, odds are, I think you're going to get at least for home crowds, hopefully a solid looking home crowd for the stars fans out there. Mm -hmm. And then you hope you can get some folks that, you know, maybe they like the generals or New Yorkers that are nearby that, you know, they can travel quickly over the line. That's the hope I think that makes them makes sense. Yeah. That's why I'm stressing that as much, because as much as I think there's going to be massive crowds in Michigan, and I still kind of as a guilty pleasure, hope Michigan, I just, There's more people Mm. in the tri-state area to pull from. I mean, so I'm
1: leaning that that's the big news for the, for the off season, man, that is going to be the one that I cannot wait to record when it finally drops, because I mean, we've been waiting this long. Like I said, I am almost guaranteed. It's not in Houston because it would be honestly, it'd be weird if they had two Southern hubs.
2: Yeah. I think if you're a Southern team, you're just out of luck. Mm -hmm. Uh, Unless they go, unless there is more confidence, I think that we're feeling there's going to be four hubs, but I think, I don't think that's the case. I think, and this is again, the speculation portion of this conversation. We've had this one for sure, where it just feels like having a second is the main thing, like not going over your limits, sticking to the plan financially that they have put in place. Meanwhile, hunting down investment Mm -hmm. banking and others that want to be in on the game next year. So, yes, they that's why I'm that's why, like, you know, take your steps, grow as you need and then make sure that you put yourself in a position where year three, as you promise, you are in all those cities. You are doing the things you said you were going to do Right, right from there. Well, it's going to be fun. It's going to be fun. I just can't wait to learn. Hopefully
1: it's before the new year, but I have a feeling it'll probably be early in the next year, but we'll just have to wait and see. Um, hopefully not not as long as
2: the XFL fans are having
1: to wait and see those team names.
2: <laughs> right. No joke. I, I, I feel bad. I mean, for us, we're fans of we're fans of that league too. So like it sucks waiting for that. But for mega fans of that league, I feel bad for you because i been kind of wondering when they'll do that, you know. Hey, you know what? I might have your back, though.
1: What was it? A couple of weeks ago? Was it even last week? I don't even know. I I, I put him out there. You know what? It, it, here is my dilemma, Zach. Can I break it down for you? My dilemma. Yeah, well, yeah.
2: Let's. Yeah. He and to clarify what he just said. Um, yes, he did cyber sleuth and find these <laughs> names. So that did happen. Um, yeah. Just, I, just giving to every people. I'm sure. Everybody, uh, <laughs> clarification here i'm pretty sure the xfl is probably not
1: too happy with me right now but here's my dilemma zach here's my dilemma 11 o'clock maybe 11 30 at night i'm sitting here and i mean it's par for the course where every time they have a big announcement coming it seems like they start tinkering with their careers website right mm-hmm. so I'm like, eh, i don't know take a look at their site map and i mean hey sure enough there's a page that was updated that day let's take a look It's the collections page, as it always is. And I had a screenshot of it, and you can see it's totally borked, right? Mm -hmm. But hidden in the borkedness, seemingly, is those those eight team names. Some new, some old, some returning. So, I mean, the Renegades, they get to stay the Renegades, but now they're in Arlington. The Roughnecks, they get to stay the Roughnecks. (laughs) Vegas gets the Vipers, apparently. We have DC keeping the Defenders. Well, and then what we got, we have, uh, what's the, cause I want to mention San Antonio last. Who else am I missing here?
2: You're, oh, well, you have the, you have the sea dragons this time oh, around. The
1: sea dragons and then the Orlando mm-hmm. guardians. Yep. And then the one, I think this is the one that I
2: think people either thought I was pulling their chain or either became and, very angry about. And I'll be honest. I also was one of those guys because I, I'm, I know I'm, you have the message mm-hmm. I sent you on discord where I'm going, you sure? Because I'm like thinking this is BS because of the name. Mm-hmm. It sounds wonky. Right. But the more you look the more you think about it, and people kept putting the dots together and going, okay, yeah, no, that kind of makes sense. It's just weird, but here you go. Well, I don't
1: know, understand why it's the San Antonio Brahmas, which I'm gonna be honest, it sounds like a noise I would make before I have to throw up, like oh, hold on Brahma. Like that's what it <laughs> sounds like to me now. I think it's because it's an S at the end. If they were the San Antonio Brahma Bulls, which maybe they will be, because maybe they just had it shorthand on the page. I feel like that's a better play. I mean, for all I know, they because they were supposed to have the team names out two weeks ago, and then this is coming from the coach of the, the Vegas franchise, mind you, Rod right. Woodson, saying the team names are coming this week. So for everybody that gave the USFL a hard time, not that you should give the XFL a hard time, but sometimes... Sometimes these things happen. So let's just, let's all be fair on everything here. But anyway, team names are supposed to come out. They were supposed to have fan engagement events. They ended up canceling them. They're saying because of Hurricane Ian, which, okay, I get it, right? You don't wanna, and this comes from Reed from the Markcast. Me me and Reed have a love-hate relationship. There was some fun DMs that him and I had back and forth that night. But at the end of the day, I feel like, we hate each other less, which I, I, I never hated him, just to be clear. Just to be clear. Fair enough. Because he, would t- he told me, he said, point blank, I think you're wrong. He was very mad about the Sea, the sea Dragon's name. But I think, I, I didn't tell him this, but if he's listening, I'm sorry, Reed. But I think I watched him witness all the stages of grief to where he finally came to acceptance. And now I think he he kind of likes the name. Now, the Brahmas, though. The Brahmas aren't getting that kind of attention. It seems like, for the most part, people are not liking it, which shows me, Zach, there's not as many people watching the XFL that are wrestling fans than they may have thought, right? Because The Rock, <laughs> knowing him, I, I instantly I saw Brahmas. I was like, oh, of course he would name a team after him, kind of himself, the Brahma Bulls. Uh, but that's where the tie-in comes in, Texas. We have a lot of cows, a lot of uh, livestock.
2: So mm-hmm. bulls, Brahmas. It is it is a type of uh na- is a type of cow native to Texas. They auction them off. Mm-hmm. I've I when I looked them up, that is like one of the first results you get is cattle auctions. Right, right or right. Ma- North American Brahma
1: bulls. Now I will say it did cause co- some confusion because beyond that, it, it could also be a rooster, a hip Yep, that god, is another one. And I think even a composer somewhere. I, I could be wrong on that one. <laughs> uh but that I mean I, I mean at the end of the day the names aren't that bad so I the, yeah okay the Brahmas is a little weird I it does sound like oh, Brahmas like something maybe you have some bad indigestion, indigestion I don't know but I feel like I don't know initially when I heard Battlehawks in 2020 I was like that's kind of weird but now I it's actually a pretty cool name
2: right um, well it's cool enough to where fans like us of the Battlehawks would basically abandoned ship if you change that name whatsoever I'll, i mean <laughs> they'd be is, crazy they'd be insane yeah. so it's bi- largest fan base in that league mm-hmm. it's all it's a high it's the fastest uh selling ticket base in that league right you don't change it they want that brand you know you just leave it alone right 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 so i mean either way that was
1: that was th- that week but oh so this is where my dilemma comes in zach i never got to the poor little old dilemma so I'm looking at this and I'm watching it happen watching it happen real time and I'm thinking do I put it out or do I not? Do I want to be that guy or do I not? And then I start thinking i it. was like, well, if I don't do it, someone else is gonna. Sure. This is how it is. If it wasn't me, it would have been somebody
2: else. Somebody else, right? And so well, and, I, and I think we've talked about this is a community thing. This mm-hmm. isn't just us. Yeah. Um you know, Hire some hire web developers that I guess do the job. Right. As you told me, well, and others have told me all it is, is a staging server. I'll tell them I did
1: apply for the job, which I thought was kind of funny, but anyway, here's where the real dilemma comes in Zach. I think they could have, they could have gotten around all of this. So let's not forget our last episode when I was talking about a certain league shaking down the little guy. They shook down all the XFL podcasts. They all had to change their names, create new logos, all at the same time, mind you. So everybody's scrambling, trying to lock in that name before Mm -hmm. somebody else does. That's not cool. That's not cool. So my real dilemma came, and I sat there and I said, huh, you know, if they're going to shake down the little guy, maybe the little guy shakes them down a little bit brings them back down a little bit. And you know what? Maybe they could be in the background changing some of these names to make me look stupid. I don't care. I honestly, I could care less. I really don't care at all Hmm. because here's the thing, Zach. I got receipts. It was on their website. I didn't type it. Other people witnessed it and got their own screenshots and receipts. So it wasn't me just pulling up, inspect and changing what was on the page. So there was smoke. There was fire. We'll see how it all shakes out. Either way, I like the league. I want the league to survive. But I had to say my piece because I'll tell you, Zach, there's people that are really happy I did it. And there's people very, very angry in my DMs that I did it too. And and at the same time, I'm like, again, if I didn't do it, somebody else would. And maybe they'd be in their inbox angry, but I bet you they wouldn't. I bet you they wouldn't. The ref lives a, a life of his own. I said this earlier live faster. Don't live at all. That's how I roll. No time to make decisions. You just do the answers. Always. Yes.
2: They are are your own rules. I, (laughs) that, that I have known for a good while now it is, it is your way, but I'll say this for
1: all the people at the USFL listening to this, I would never do this to you guys. (laughs) Just just know that. And I think, I think at least I meant to send a, a, a text to a couple of guys, just letting them know, just, by the way, I, no, I wouldn't do that to you guys. Not that that's anything against the XFL. But again, if they didn't shake down their, those guys a week earlier, I, honestly, I probably would have just let it. It was like 1130 at night. Do you think I wanted to go write an article at 1130 at night? No, I wanted to go to sleep. <laughs> but no, my, my passion for the community as a whole stuck in i felt like you know popeye eating some spinach and be like let's do this cranking on the keyboard and then then of course i had to stay up another hour and a half deflecting all the you know the the dms right i talked about one but there was this i was packed full of people either curious or angry or whatever it may be so that that's the other beauty of the internet
2: (laughs) the ref the community champion. yeah There there you go. Took
1: one for the team guys. You're welcome. If you wanted to know the team names, just you can find them.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Good time. I I think, uh, I think that about covers it. I'll end it on a USFL note here as we are still doing the question of the week or really now, I guess question of the episode until we start doing weekly. Um, This one, I do want to uh, it's, it's a little more free form and, you know, manifests based on how the signings go. But A question of the show is who do you think is one of the next returning guys from year one that will land on a USFL signing update? Uh, You can drop, we'll drop that tweet down as this show drops. So it should already be out by the time you're watching or listening to this episode. And, you know, leave your thoughts on our social media, you know, at USFL podcast. Uh, This will be on Twitter for sure. Um, And so, yeah, stick your comments. And if you ever want to leave a voicemail, by the way, USFLcast.com You can go over there. We have a voicemail feature. We'd love to hear your response and thoughts on our shows and on the league via that tool. All it is is a simple recording and you submit it to us. So Mm -hmm. feel free to do that too. Well, man, what an episode, Zach. I honestly thought this
1: was going to be a short one and it was pretty long. I mean, thanks for the (laughs) anime discussion, I'm sure. But uh, you know what? It was a nice little change of pace. I'm sure we'll do some off-season, off-topic discussions. Probably not as long as this one. There was a lot to digest with that. Uh, but before we wrap things up, just a couple reminders, social media at USFL podcast, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, go sign yourself up also on YouTube. If you haven't already, go ahead, subscribe, click the bell. It builds morale. And once we get to 5k, we're giving away a free Jersey personalized to one of our subscribers. And I mean, go ahead and comment as well. Maybe rate us on your favorite podcast. We would, it would be much appreciated. Uh, And one last thing too, Royal retros, you can save 10% by using coupon code USFL podcast. So go grab some retro gear, whether it be XFL, USFL, world league of football, all sorts of things over there. Any last words before we head off into the sunset, Zach,
2: Uh, just enjoy the ride of the off season, man. There's going to be a lot more twists and turns for both these leagues stories, but you know, if you're watching the, for this, for just the USFL, well, gear up. There's going to be plenty more people coming your way that I imagine will be coming back for year two that you're going to be really happy to see. And I just can't wait to get the breakers next head coach done and going so that we can have that fan base calm down and a little more excited right now. I feel they haven't, I feel they're the guy's sitting just outside the party mm-hmm. waiting for waiting for their, uh, for the bouncer to let them in. If you get catch my drink, hundred percent, a hundred percent. Well, good times,
1: guys. I'm glad we were back here. Hopefully, we won't be on pause for as long. But until next time, sign you up.